the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality persist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon. I'm along with Pastor Ed Brody and Blaine Nurse from Cornerstone Transitional Housing. If this is your first time you ever joined us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and to help men and women regain control of their lives. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Yep. Good hey, to be here. I'm glad you're all here, folks. I'm glad that you're here with us. We're going to have a great topic tonight. Our topic's going to be on discouragement. The rainbow always begins at the beginning and ends at the pot of luck, right? And that's the pot of gold, they say. But you know what? That's with God. Every time we have discouragement, God also brings in encouragement. So um, I'm just going to go ahead. And um, you know what? We I know, Blaine, welcome back. You got back from your vacation. But um, we had a pretty good little time over there at the Promedant and Wells over there. Did you um, do you have anything you'd like to um, tell the people about the home um, about out there, Ed, in the park? No, it was actually pretty quiet. Uh, I was trying to think of anything that uh, took place, but you, you you know it was funny. It starts. It started off quiet at Wells, and time as it went on, it got busier and busier. And the promenade when we got down there, it was pretty busy. It wasn't. You know, they had a lot of people out there waiting and stuff. So. Excuse me, um, but it was it was you know it was it was interesting because I thought okay we're going to not be here very long but they started coming a little bit little bit little bit at a time nice. so I think that was good um, I know last uh, week we didn't tell the people you brought up Joshua the gentleman that you were we were you working over there with we had a lot of people there in need but um, he gave his life over to Christ he did, did. He, he did yes just, just in a beautiful beautiful way a very Seems like, um, you know, the things that tear us down in this world and the brokenness that uh, that we all experience, um, our God um, is so gracious. Our Lord Jesus Christ is so wonderful. He comes to our rescue in so many times of trouble. Um, but I was going to ask you the question, John. I believe you found uh, um, maybe some, some folks a, a place to stay. But when it comes mm-hmm. to Joshua, he was uh, very broken, wanted to really spend some time with his uh, kids. He had some a uh, couple of... Um, what would you call it? Just a couple bad luck things hit in his life, and uh, he was really anxious mm-hmm. to turn it around, very anxious to be born again, very anxious to turn and repent from his sin, follow Jesus, and uh, we know our Father in Heaven has got good plans for us. And uh, it's, it's guys, it's folks like them that we just, we all, we just need to keep in prayer. Absolutely. Yep. Um, you know, it's been a real busy week this week. Um, we have uh, stuck a couple people in the hotels, and even people that we got into homes, 
they still have not all the needs that they want. I had a, a lady called. She has uh, three children, ages 5 to 11, and she um, didn't have any food. And mm-hmm. she said, I, would you please, please help us? So went over there, and we stocked up her refrigerator and stuff. So we, it not only ends while we're at the park. This continues. Um, this ministry continues all through the week. We're either putting people into programs. We're either in court helping people not be incarcerated and being put into programs in lieu of helping them to, not to be, you know, not to, so that they can get better on their lives. So this uh, ministry, folks, is just, it doesn't just end that way. Go to the park, and that's the end of the ministry. It continues all week long. So we will, I'd love to share the updates with you. There's so many people there. Um, that's why tonight's topic, I, I was thinking about this last week and um, and how the people that, um, is is in need of help, and they're they're so discouraged. You know that's why I call discouragement tonight topic, and it's because we see that the hope has gone out of their faces. They they they're asked so many times that John, we don't get the help. We've been asking for resources. Resources have been turning me down, and and we're we're overflexed in our resourcing that we we don't have the the facilities and all that to, to help people, and so. Um, we're there to help them out the best we can, but at the same time, give them a, uh, you know, give them the Lord. So I'll go ahead and start us off, guys. Um, discouragement is a nice topic, folks, and it's, and this is what it's, I, I got written down in Galatians 6.9. That'll be our topic stop, uh, start us. And it says in 6.9, it says, so let us not get tired of doing what is good. At the just t- at just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessings if we don't give up. And I wrote down here, we need to put. Said, I said I wrote here. It says, put your hope in God; He will help you press on. And you know that's what it's all about. Uh, discouragement comes. Sure. The devil comes in. He starts nailing us with discouragement. Hope starts going out the door. We see this with the homeless all the time. You know, I can't discouragement uh, between the courts and uh, the homeless out there and even people who are in need of help now because times have gotten really tough on people and they can't afford this they got to give up their their uh, little bit of food because they can't afford their medications or you know are there's or they got to give up this to pay a bill over here or they got you know so it's it's times are tough and discouragement is coming around so that kind of led me over to Psalms thirty four eighteen, and I wrote this down. Remember that God comforts the broken heart, and I can go into that one in thirty four eighteen, and it says it says here, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted; he res- uh, rescues those whose spirits are crushed. And I can also go to nineteen if I went down here. It says the righteous person faces many troubles, but the Lord comes to the rescue each time. You know, we got to lean on God. When times start getting tough, mm-hmm. do we ever start leaning on the Word of God? Do we do we trust God, or do we take matters in our own hands? And and you know, that's one of my prayers, God. I I, I tell God, um, I don't want to take actions in my own hands. I want to be led by You. And if we are led by the Spirit, God can open so many doors and show us that He is there. It's when we try to tackle our problems and don't let God get involved. He just backs up and says, hey, I'm here when you're ready. So that's one of the things there, folks. I wanted to, uh, just a little reminder. But I also went into uh, limitations here, and that was in um, chapter 3, verses 22 and 24. And this is what I wrote. 
There is hope with God, even in bleak circumstances. And it's, um, I'll go to 22 here and start us off. And this is what it says. The faithful, excuse me, the faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercy never ceases. Great is his faithfulness. His mercy begins afresh each morning. I say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance. Therefore, I will hope in him. Again, any circumstances, you got the promise of God that if you rely on him, folks, that he's going to come through. And, you know, uh, you know, that's the thing about God. You know, some people say, man, I relied on him, Pastor John, you know, and it never came through. I have to ask this question. How long did you rely on him? Did you just do it that first day? Was it just that first few hours? Or how long was it? Breakthroughs come not on our timing, but through his timing. Amen. And we all know that as is growing as Christians, Christians, as you're growing through the Bible and growing through there. My timing is not the Lord's timing. And trust me, I want my right now, I want to get it done. Let's move on. But the Lord takes a hold of me and says, uh, John, we got a lot of things to learn yet before we move on. So that leads me to my next one. And that was in First Peter's uh, chapter 5, verses 8 and 9. And this is what I wrote down. Beware of the attack of discouragement from the devil. Again, a couple of weeks back, we were talking about the devil's playbook and how the devil would come at you a different ways and his way is discouragement if i don't see people go down so quick on discouragement you know that is one of the, the best ones that he can use against you so this is what it says in into the lord's word here it says in um, verse eight <coughs> excuse me it says stay alert watch out for your great enemy the devil he prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour Mm -hmm. stand firm against him and be strong in your faith remember that your christian brothers and sisters all over the world are going through the same kinds of sufferings you are you know they say there's supposed to be um a little comfort in knowing that you're not the only one that goes along but the thing about that is we always feel like we're the only ones going through it. And, you know, I wonder how many times discouragement God God sees the devil working on this person, seeing the discouragement coming through him. How many times is that an opportunity to draw close to God and see the wonders that God can do? And um, trust me, I don't like it. I know I don't know anybody who really likes to be do, put through trials or discouragement. But um, we have the Lord, and the Lord's there. I, those are sometimes, Ed, uh, little doors that can open that can bring you maybe into a ministry. It can maybe yeah. bring you into uh, a, another job opportunity. It yeah. could bring you into meeting others that can have a you know supporting time with you through thick and thin these are opportunities that i think that we need to quit looking at and saying you know what devil yeah you did a great job then saying you know what god i trust in you i'm going to believe in you that you're going to when you close the door doors open and the devil is going to do that that's why i want to stop uh, sum up on this on Re- revelations 21 4 and I want to go ahead and, and tell you what that one is. I wrote down here, remember that God will destroy all sorrow forever. And this is the promise, everyone. This is your, this is your final, this is your promise. <clears throat> when God's up, when we're, he's, and this is when we go to heaven. It says, he will wipe every tear from their eyes. 
and there will be no more death our sorrow our crying our pain all these things are gone forever you know jesus always told us in the bible and paul explains that quite a bit throughout the books he says always keep your eyes on the prize don't look at your treasure don't build your treasure here on on earth build your treasures in heaven because when we got our eyes fixed on the lord and remembering what we are going to have this is just a vapor of time or just like mm-hmm. a vapor you take a little spray of hairspray if you want to spray it and watch that go disappear that's about our lifetime that quick so the thing about it is we got to remember god there ain't going to be no more sorrow there ain't going to be no more discouragement it's going to be joy happiness fun you know and and that but i hope i hope that'll give us uh, some of you out there folks out there will give that uh will give that a little boost but that's what the lord led me to this week guys i'd like to see what yeah. you, the lord led you to ed yeah well i want to kind of follow up on something you said about <clears throat> people asking for prayer and it doesn't happen soon enough you got to think if take your work uh, that you're working on a job and you want to get approached and you begin to pray for it. Well, do you realize how many people have to be moved and shuffled around before there's an opening yeah. for you to move into? Yes, so absolutely. Just use that as an example. You're praying for something and and it doesn't happen. Remember, God's moving a lot of people and shifting a lot of things to answer your prayer. So we really have to be patient on that. Absolutely. Yeah, my my scriptures today are, uh, it's kind of a good news, bad news thing. Um, But it's something we've been talking about, I think, since this show began. And uh, it's going to be in Romans chapter 10. Uh, It's it's, a... uh, the first one I start off with is a scripture that's used, I know, a lot by people. It's, cha- it's verse 13. And this is the good news. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Mm-hmm. Now, how can you beat that kind of news? There's there's no qualifications on it. There's nothing in there to limit you from receiving Christ. All you got to do is call on his name and be saved. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the bad news. Verse 14. <laughs> But how can they call on him to be saved unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will someone go and tell them without being sent? So that's the bad news. We got to go out. You know, we've. I think since this program began, we've talked about people who are in the pews and they're not doing things. Uh, I, as I went through this uh, last night, I had a thought. My brother or my sister and brother-in-law just came to Christ, and they're older than me. I'm going to call them elderly people. <laughs> I don't call me that, but I call, call them elderly people. But I, I, I was thinking, what if you? There was two lines. We died, and there was two lines. One went to heaven, and one went to hell. And they were over there in that line, going to hell, and looked across at me and said. Why didn't you tell us? Uh-huh. Do you know heaven would not be a pleasant place knowing that you had the opportunity to help them to go to heaven and you didn't take advantage of it. So we've got to see everything as an advantage. We don't want people to go to hell. We want them to go with us. We want them to be where we're at. But here's here's what we the, the people that sit in the pew, this is what they need to understand. How can somebody turn to Christ if you don't tell them? Yeah. And one of my prayers has always been, we have a Bible study on Wednesday night, and my prayer for that always is that 
as we leave here that we become evangelists, that we become missionaries. And and, uh, there there was a sign I saw in a parking lot in a church, and as you went out, the sign said, Entering the mission field, mm-hmm. and I thought, what a what a great sign! What a reminder of what you're doing. Your home is a is a sanctuary for you, where you can go and relax. But when you walk out that door, you become an evangelist. You've entered the field of of event, of uh, missionaries, and you need to start sharing Christ. Otherwise, how can they call on the name of the Lord to be saved? Uh-huh. So it puts a lot of responsibility on you if you're if you're not going out and doing that. Uh, the second half of verse 15 says, "This is why scriptures say, how beautiful are the feet of messengers who bring good news.' Uh, you're doing God's work. It's a beautiful work, and God has blessed everything you do when you go out and you share Christ with people. If you listen to conversation, somebody's going to always give you an opening." to begin to talk about Christ. And once you get that mm-hmm. conversation moving, it's not far before you can say, would you like to rededicate your life or would you like to give your life to Christ? But we just need to have the boldness to go and do that. Um, verse 16, I'm going to do 16 and 17 and then quit. says, but not everyone welcomes the good news. For Isaiah the prophet said, who, believe, who has believed our message? So faith comes from hearing, that is, hearing the good news about Christ. But he also says you're going to share, not everybody's going to accept it. But then it becomes their responsibility. Your responsibility is to share, give them the good news, give them the opportunity to, to come to Christ. But it's their responsibility to choose that way. And if they choose not to go there, that way, and then, then they've decided their future on their own. Uh-huh. So that was that was about all I wanted to say, and I and like I say, I think since we started this program, we've been telling people don't just sit in the pew, get out and do something. Well, you know, Ed, and you're right about that because it's when you you're limiting yourself to see God work in your life, and you're limiting yourself to see how God can use you to help others. And and I'm not saying that people that can't help them help their families or the people around them. But you're limiting yourself, and God has so much more that He wants to open doors for you for. And if you and if you're and if you're just kind of being around the same people that you know, and you're not, you know, and you're and you're not getting out and doing things or taking adventures, I want to call it like uh, maybe going out with your church to doing this or stepping out, step out in faith, and and expect to see God working. You're absolutely right, Ed. Yeah. Yeah, you have to expect it, and uh, and but but the thing is, it's you have the message, mm-hmm. and you have got to get the message out. Yes, because if you don't, just like it said, who will? Yeah, and it says you don't go unless you're sent. Well, when you receive Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit automatically sends you. Yeah. <laughs> you right. just have to listen to him and take care of it. That's right. And you're not on your own. That's exactly it. Yeah. Blaine? We're never on our own, you guys. And uh, I think what our audience needs to understand is, you know, Pastor Ed, you've been, you've been walking a long time, and, and we, we've been walking quite a while, um, but we all get discouraged. 
And so if you're listening to this radio show and you might be going, wow, discouragement, that's me right now. Well, God, God's word, man, it's got answers for us, you guys, especially on discouragement. You know, it, listening to you guys um, and, and, and just knowing a little bit about this Bible and reading about it and some of the men and women that God used, um, you guys probably know this better than me, but, you know, Jeremiah, the prophet Jeremiah, he went and preached for 40 years yes. with no repentance. Yes. 40 years. He was known as the weeping prophet. I, I would have given up after two. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not, because he was called by God, and we're, we're not to give up. But but uh, 40 years, folks. And um, he and just like what you said, Pastor Ed, Jeremiah did what God asked him to do. Jeremiah gave the message. Um, it was up to those folks, the Israelites, whether they were going to repent, whether they were going to turn. He, he, he pretty much he, he beseeched them. He pretty much begged them to repent. Yes. Um, and we, we know the rest of the story, but we don't have time to talk about it today, um, tonight. But, you know, you know, I've got a couple of really good um, scriptures. Today. They're all good. But I'm going to share with you folks out of Psalm 51. Our King David wrote this one. I'm going to be reading uh, 9 through 12 at this moment. And it says, Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. And here it is. The king Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me by your generous spirit. You know, even, you know, we, we, we see the homeless folks, and you guys said that, you know, there was some discouragement um, last weekend. You know, they're homeless, and, and, and maybe they were discouraged because they really didn't have a soft pillow the night before. Maybe not even a shower. But even kings get discouraged, folks. We all get discouraged. Just think, could anybody even imagine if King David stopped there? I mean, he made some big mistakes, man. He cried out to God. If his discouragement, if he would have just laid there and just wanted to die, um, what do we have? So the, the, I think one of the keys, you guys, and that's my next scripture if I have a little you do. quick moment, is that, you know, God can turn us around. Um, he can change us up, um, and, and he can be, whether you're on a mountaintop or in a valley, our God is so personal. He's holding our hand. He's a lamp unto our feet, and it's through his word that we get his promises. But anyway, I just I just had to go over a little bit about King David. Also in uh, in verse 30, um, it says, I will extol you, O Lord, for you have lifted me up and have not let me, my foes, rejoice over me. O Lord, my God, I cried out to you, and you healed me. O Lord, you brought my soul up from the grave. You have kept me alive that I should not go down to the pit. Sing praise to the Lord, you saints of his, and give thanks at, at the remembrance of his holy name. Now, this is Psalm 30, and it's 1 through 8. I'm sorry. For his anger is but for a moment. His favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Mm-hmm. A very familiar psalm yes, for us, yes. you guys. Um, now, in my prosperity, I said, I shall never be moved. Lord, by your favor, you have made by my morning um, a mountain and, and, st- and stood strong. You hid your face, and I was troubled. I cried out to you, O Lord, and to the Lord I made supplication. So I just had to get those in there, you guys. Um, King David cried out to God. Um, Our Lord is listening. Mm -hmm. When you're discouraged, brothers and sisters, just don't stay there. 
call a friend, call us, right? You guys have given your number Absolutely, down. we and will. The, the other pastors here at K-Praise, um, pastors, churches, don't stay in discouragement because God is using us. You said we're a vapor, Pastor John. Mm-hmm. Pastor Ed, he is using us. God will open the doors. All we just need to do is just say, hey, what do you know about Jesus? Absolutely. His promises are great. He's given us the truth, us believers. And all we got to do is go out and share that truth and love those around us. Yeah, I love it. It's so true. And that's the devil. He will use discouragement. He will use anything to hold you down. Mm -hmm. Don't let him discourage you. Remember the promise. This is the thing that we are giving you tonight, the promises of God, what he will do. He keeps his covenant. When he makes a promise, he doesn't break it like people do. Um, We got a God who cannot lie. And he keeps everything that he's going to say is true. And I want you to remember that. I know maybe someone's down and discouraged. Remember that God's there for you. Just all you got to do is just ask him. Call on him. You never know what God's going to do for you. Guys? It's a good time for me to talk about people giving us a call. Yes. Uh, We we would like to know uh, what you think of the show, what we can do to, to maybe improve it so that you enjoy it more. Uh, we want to pray for you. If you're in discouragement right now, call us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, we we depend on the Holy Spirit so much, and uh, and we we get down to, but we talk to each other, and and uh, you sometimes need somebody to talk to to get through all Absolutely. this. So I'll give you my phone number again. It's six one nine two five two zero zero six zero, and if I uh, Again, could you give them their number? Yes, Just, uh, 619-252-0060. And if I'm not there, leave a message because I do get a lot of calls, and uh, and I'll return return your message, and uh, we can talk. Blaine? Amen to that. Yeah, give, give somebody a call. Jump in that word. If you can't sleep at 3 in the morning. That's the time that I get up and just read his word, his promises, and it just calms my soul. Hey, are you, that, ta- are you that, telling that, him to call, call me at 3 you. in the that's morning? Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I heard. Yeah. Hey, that's I, great. Hey, I've yeah. had calls at 3 I, I would in the morning before. So. <laughs> well, I'd like to give, um, again, I'd like you, I'll give Ed's number before we end, but I'd just like to give a shout-out to our sponsor for helping us. That's Goodwill with Anna and Kim. Thank you for supplying the clothes. Hey, um, Javier, over some barrels. Hey, we really appreciate you helping us out by feeding them, helping the, uh, helping the homeless with food. And we'd like to give a shout-out to Jeremy and Tim over Skyline. Hey, guys, appreciate your help to four weeks to help the homeless. And Stephen Forsythe over at Elkhorn Westland Church. Hey, Steve, appreciate all you do. Folks, I hope this has been a enlightenment to you. And, um, and remember, the devil wants to use his discouragement. Don't let him do it. Call out. Look for somebody. Remember the promise of God. He loves you. He cares for you. I'll give another number. Ed, your number was 619-252-0060. Give him a call at three. I love it. Uh, I didn't mean three. Just go to the word at three. <laughs> okay. Well, God bless you guys. I hope that um, may God walk with you and may God bless you. Amen. Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. 
Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.